Welcome to Kick Your Butts, a show where excuses, limits, and boundaries go to die. Where moving through everything that's holding you back is the key to stepping onto your infinite path and achieving the success you deserve in life, business, and relationships. It's time to take those butts and kick them into oblivion. Now here's your host, Susan Desenzi. Welcome back to another episode of Kick Your Butts, where we come together to obliterate your butts, boundaries, excuses, and limiting beliefs that hold you back from stepping into your infinite possibilities and becoming who you were meant to be. As I am every week, I'm excited to be here, and I'm here by myself again today because these last few episodes of Kick Your Butts are going to be just me sharing a lot of things that I have continued to learn, not only over the course of my life, but especially through this global pandemic that we're having with COVID-19. And many of you know, as I've talked a little bit about the fact that I will be launching a new podcast on June 16th. So mark your calendars now. I would love for you to jump over to the new podcast and continue taking this journey with me as we explore basically the same things we've been exploring here on Kick Your Butts, but a little bit more inclusive of all of who I am and the work that I do in order to help you step into the spiritual badass that you've always been meant to be while living on this planet as a human being and struggling to navigate through the human experience. And as you know, the podcast will be called The Spiritually Expressed Human, and it will be about navigating through the human experience. So please make sure to mark your calendars so you can join me June 16th for the launch of the new podcast, The Spiritually Expressed Human. Today, though, I wanted to dive a little bit more into the things that I've continued to realize. And you may remember from two episodes ago, I recorded an episode called What I Realized. And of course, the realizations continue to come. I really believe that COVID-19, from a global consciousness perspective, has really been about all of us as a human species stepping into deeper places within ourselves so that we can raise the consciousness of humanity and become really who we've always been meant to be, more loving, more kind, more compassionate, more caring. With that, though, because we have these you know, human experiences, sometimes we're going to hide out a little bit. And I have spent a better part of my 55 years in a lot of ways hiding out. And I didn't even realize that until COVID. I mean, I knew that I was playing small in a lot of ways through my career. I was locally known as kind of the go-to person for stress management and for mental health issues as a licensed therapist, obviously. But I also, you know, would be hired to go into companies and really evaluate all the issues that were going on there and then create and tailor specific training programs for that company. And I've been a keynote speaker and spoken on stages, and yet I kept myself local. 
I was hiding out from really taking my work to a, a broader audience in a bigger way. And through COVID, I realized that part of the reason I was hiding and continuing to play small was out of my own fear. Fear of, I don't know, being seen in a particular way and, and putting myself up against the possibility of being rejected, of being not liked, even though I've never really cared what other people thought. And, and let me clarify that, that you know, I think as human beings, we all care what other people think of us. We all want to be liked. That's our nature, right? But I think the difference is that I had spent a better part of my younger years defining myself by whether or not someone liked me or not. And as I grew older, I realized that it wasn't about giving people that power to define me and whether or not they liked me or not, and how I saw myself, it was about how I chose to define myself. And so I hoped that other people would like me, but if they didn't, it didn't destroy who I am and what I'm about and how I show up in the world. But I know from my work over the last 23 years and over 55 years of my life that so many of us are consistently kind of redefining our roles and who we are by whether or not someone else likes us or not, whether they accept us or reject us. And so we can tell ourselves that we don't care, and maybe we really don't care what they think, but if they don't like us, it kind of does a number on our own mindset to where maybe we're hiding out a little bit. Maybe there are parts of us that aren't really being 100% truthful or, or authentic. We're not maybe sharing something that we think or feel because, I don't know, maybe we're afraid of confrontation or we don't want to rock the boat or we don't want to upset that person. And I think there's a big difference between, you know, maybe holding back on saying something to somebody about something and sharing a truth that you feel because you don't want to maybe hurt them or you're afraid of the impact it might make on their life, there's a big difference between that and sharing something with someone or not sharing something with someone simply because of what you might feel. And I know I've done that. I have absolutely, even though I have felt a tremendous amount of pride in the amount of self reflective work I do on a regular basis, I know for a fact, and this is just being, you know, straight up honest here, that I have absolutely held things back from myself and from others because I guess I was afraid of how I would ultimately be seen in their eyes. And that's still hiding out. And so through COVID, in my recognition that I needed to like take the podcast specifically in a new direction and my business specifically in a new direction, I also realized how I wasn't living 100% authentically me. And that meant that I recognized I wasn't living full out visible, right? That I was hiding out still. And so... You know, I realized 
that keeping myself small has not served myself or the people that I'm meant to serve who are waiting for me because there was that fear of like, how do I do this? And what do I do? And how do I package it? And what do I make it look like? And I know that that's just not something I feel. It's something that I can imagine you might be feeling too, and that many feel. I know many feel that way, especially with COVID-19 right now, and all of the ways that we are being asked to shift and pivot and change and, you know, accept kind of this potential new reality and new normal that we don't even really know what that means yet. And so I wanted to really kind of dive in more so today to how can we identify? How can you identify? How can I identify when you're keeping yourself small, when you're hiding out? And I wish I could give you a whole big list of things to do or things to questions to ask yourself to really determine what that means. But honestly, I can't because it really boils down to you asking yourself that kind of singular question that says, where am I hiding out? What part of me am I not sharing either with myself or with others where I am being a hundred percent me? Where am I kind of lying to myself or trying to lie to others? And not, I don't mean a flat out lie. Like, you know, I went to the store when I really didn't go to the store. I mean, the kind of thing that says, where am I not really being authentically me? Where am I not showing up for myself or for others? How am I keeping myself small? What am I really afraid of if I put myself and my work out there? And when I say my work, I don't mean that you have to be an entrepreneur and a business owner who goes out and works with other people specifically to train them on business or in life or in relationships. It could be, but what if you're a teacher? And you love teaching children. And you're not really fully showing up as a teacher because you're afraid of what maybe the administration will say that you work for. Or you're afraid that one of the parents of one of your students will be upset by some activity you did. Are you really serving the children that way if you're kind of keeping yourself small? You may have an enormous amount of ideas and creative parts of you that you're holding back because you're trying to play inside the lines, right? Like we teach our children to color inside the lines. You're trying to play inside the rules and the box. And that's, uh, you know, you have to. We all have to kind of play inside the rules that we're given in whatever arena we're in. But if you know that there's a part of you that could share more authentically who you are with the people that you are in contact with, and you're holding back and hiding out and keeping yourself small because you're afraid of either what they'll think or do or say, 
or you think it might be kind of outside the rules, uh, you got to kind of ask yourself then why. What is it that you're really afraid of or worried about? What part of you is concerned that they won't accept you? So I think it's important to really pay attention. And I think how you, you know, really can begin to pay attention. And this is how I've always taught all of my, you know, clients and friends and family and, and myself even is, you know, it's, it's really important to first just start taking notice of some of the thoughts and feelings that you have and becoming aware of how you potentially hide out and play small. Is there a business that you always wanted to start, but you have been too afraid to start it because you were afraid nobody would want to buy either your products or your services or your programs? Is there a trip that you always wanted to take, some kind of adventure you wanted to go on, but you were afraid that if you did that, other people would judge you and make comments? Is there... I don't know. Maybe are there clothes that you always wanted to wear, but you're afraid that if you just show your own style, people will ridicule you and they'll criticize you for it or they'll make comments. And, you know, again, I know that we all kind of have to live by the rules of the games that we are involved in. Like, you know, if I work for somebody else, then I'm involved in, in the game of employer and employee. And I have to live by the rules of my employer or run the risk of maybe not having my job. But I think, you know, what's happening right now with COVID and so many of us throughout the United States anyway, still being asked to shelter in place is we're given this kind of scary but rare opportunity to really reevaluate and reinvent ourselves and our lives, and our potential future. And I would invite you to think about how you have played small, how you have kind of hid out, either from others or even from yourself, and how you can potentially use this time to shift that in such a way that when we emerge from this and return to some kind of normal life again, then you'll be able to step into that new normal in a way that's very different than how you showed up pre-COVID. And I think that's really super important for all of us around the world, because if we don't do that and we try to just return to the old way, the old normal, and we're living in this new reality now where things may have changed tremendously, we're going to be a little bit stuck and we're going to feel a lot of struggle. And I know that throughout my life, whenever I kept myself small, I would just feel bad. I would feel, you know, bothered by the fact that I knew that I could do this better than somebody else or that I would say sometimes to myself, why them and not me? Almost like I would buy into, you know, kind of that victim mentality again 
of like, oh, I've had all this bad stuff happen, or I've been really unlucky in certain areas, or I've made all these poor decisions. And so now that's why I'm not having this level of success or that level of a success, or I'm not achieving this, or I'm not achieving that yet. But the truth was, it was all bullshit. It was that I was really hiding out from stepping into my own pure potential and power. I was keeping myself small because there was that part of me that was afraid of rejection. There was that part of me that was afraid of success. There was that part of me that was afraid of what others will say. And again, not that I really cared what they thought, but I did care. You know, I, I, I wanted that validation, that approval, that acknowledgement, that awareness, that feedback from others that said, I am worthy and lovable and accepted. And so if they didn't, although I worked hard to not define myself by that and let it change me, the truth is it did define me a little bit because I kept myself small. And then when I would be faced with opportunities to step in in a bigger and grander way, then what would come up was that kind of imposter syndrome that said, well, who am I to do this when I'm up against, you know, big name people who've been doing this for years and all these people know them and trust them and like them? Why would anybody listen to me then? Why would anybody want to follow me or hire me to help them? And yet, After 23 years in the field as a licensed therapist, I can tell you I've worked with thousands and thousands who have consistently come back to me because there was something particular that I offered them that nobody else could. And it's the same for you. You have a gift or gifts and talents to share, and you have impact to make and people are out there waiting for you to show up for them. And if you keep yourself small and you keep yourself hidden away, no one is not only going to know who you are, but they're going to be missing out on the fact that they need some help or assistance in some way. And you are the person to help them, and now you're not there to help them. So what are they going to do? They'll continue to struggle in their life, and maybe they'll hire other people, and maybe they'll get a little bit of what they need, but they might not really get all that they need because they can only get that from you. And I think when I realized that I am someone who offers people something very specific and unique, and I'm the only one that can do that as Susan, I started to not keep myself small. And so because I recognized that I, as Susan DeCenzi, was meant to serve XYZ number of people, and by keeping myself small and hidden away, I was never going to achieve that goal even though I didn't know the number, and I still don't, I stopped keeping myself small and hidden away. And I started stepping out into that 
knowingness deep in my heart that said, you know, go here or do this or say this or follow that. And I started to realize that more and more, really, the more I did that, the more opportunities would present themselves to me and the more doors would open. And even though sometimes it's still scary, and I'm not really sure what is so scary about it, other than sometimes I know for me, I think, can I maintain this? Right? Can I maintain this? And will it change me? So, those are two other good questions to ask yourself is are you keeping yourself small or hidden away in any way, shape, or form? Because you're concerned whether or not you'll be able to maintain whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, really, will it continue to serve you and the people that you're there to serve? Will you be able to maintain it? Does it continue to serve you and the people you're you're meant to help serve and help? And, you know, is this really your path? And I know that for me, my path continues to evolve and change over time. And I just have to keep asking myself, is this serving me and those that I'm meant to serve in the best and highest way? Am I being authentically myself to the best of my ability each day, each decision, each person I come into contact with? Am I serving in the way that I want to serve and am meant to serve? And am I doing it 100% authentically me? Or am I hiding out and keeping myself small out of fear? Fear of rejection, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of acceptance, fear of being criticized or judged. I know that, you know, being criticized and judged is a big part of why, on some level, I kept myself hidden away. Because see, if I'm not out there, then nobody really can say anything really horrible to me. And then most of the people I come into contact with, well, they like me, right? You know, I'm personable, I'm kind, I'm generous, I have a energy and a vibe that other people have said my whole life is very inspiring. But what if I come across a whole bunch of people that say, you suck, you're not inspiring at all. You repeat yourself, or you're not saying anything new, or, you know, I just don't like you. Then how would I be? Who would I be? Would I change? Would I kind of stop being 100% authentically me just in order for them to accept me or like me because I couldn't handle if they didn't? And I can't honestly answer that. But I can tell you that most of the time, if I come across somebody that kind of feels like I'm not their favorite person, it doesn't really hold me back anymore or stop me. Sometimes, you know, that awareness can mess with my head for a day or a couple of hours or even a couple of minutes. But most of the time now, if someone 
seems like they don't like me or they don't like the things I say, it's okay. Because I know that in order to be as authentically me as I can be, that I have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other, being and saying and doing who I am, and asking those questions internally about who that is. And I ask that on a regular basis. Who am I? Who am I? And what do I want to learn today? How do I want to grow today? So these are just some of the ways that you can begin to kind of unpeel those layers and start to look at more of the core of who you are. And and let me kind of really be clear too when I say that living 100% authentically you doesn't mean that 100% of the time you are just always going to speak your mind whenever you feel like it, or you're going to blurt out whatever you want to blurt out. What I mean by living 100% authentically you is that you're really following your heart's voice, that soul-centered, heart-centered place inside of you that feels and knows whatever decision you're going to make or whatever words you're going to say, that you're doing it from a place of truth and love. And you're not listening to the voice in your head that's telling you you're worthless or you're ugly or you're not good enough or you'll never amount to anything or you know, you're not meant to, to ever be successful or be wealthy or financially comfortable because that's, that's just for those people over there. That's just for the, the lucky people. It's that voice inside of your head that is being run by your ego that comes from a place of fear and hurt and woundedness and sadness and the past conditioning. That is not heart-centered. That is not the voice of your soul. That is not living authentically you. And I think the super important thing each day is if you're able to lay your head down on the pillow at night and know that you did the best you could that day to be authentically yourself. And that even means then being aware of when you're making choices that are coming from your head and your ego and fear and worry and concern. And you know what? That is okay. It's 100% okay. Because in that moment, you obviously need to be afraid or worried or angry or upset or frustrated, whatever it is that you might feel. What isn't okay is if you live from that place every day, all the time. Because then you are not going to live even partially authentically you. And I know that there are people out there waiting for you. Again, whether you are a clerk in a gas station, or you are a teacher, or you're, especially now with COVID, some kind of a frontline healthcare medical, you know, first responder professional, of course, you know, in that way, you know, there are people waiting for you to show up for them in that respect, right? If you're in the medical or health field. But if you're in pretty much any other field whatsoever, 
you make impact and you matter. And because you matter, the people that want you to show up for them want you to show up for them, not someone they think you are. So I hope that you can kind of step into that awareness for yourself by asking you know, a variety of these questions, pick and choose the ones that work for you. I'd love to hear from you to hear, you know, what kinds of questions you ask yourself, what kinds of issues still come up for you where you feel like you're kind of not living really true to you and being that more authentic you. I would love to hear from you and hear how, you know, this episode helps or doesn't help. And trust me when I tell you, I'm not afraid of your criticism or your judgment or you just writing and saying, you know, I don't, I don't like what you said about that. You got it all wrong. Or I totally agree. And thank you for the, you know, the tips because now I can take those tips and I'm not saying you actually have to thank me, but I hope that some of the things that I say in each and every episode are going to help offer up to you more tools for your toolbox. That is the only way we can build a strong foundation in our life for each one of us built on authenticity and truth and power and passion and potential in order to step on that path of possibility. So I will go through this following next week with the idea in my mind that every decision I make And every thought that I have, well, not the thoughts, because the thoughts are sometimes just, you know, a whole bunch of them are there, but the decisions I make and the actions I take and the words that come out of my mouth, I am going to spend time every day this next week until we meet again, really asking myself if that action or that word or that behavior was really representative of who I am as this person called Susan DeSenzi and see if I can really be truthful with myself at the end of each day and say, you know what? I really worked hard today to be authentically me. And it really doesn't take a lot of energy at all. When I say worked hard, I'm really just talking about being aware and noticing, and observing my own thoughts, and my own feelings, and my own behaviors, and the same for you. So I hope that you have an amazing week. Reach out to me, please, at www.susandesenzi.com. Just hit the contact button, pop me off an email, check out the show notes for other ways to get in touch with me, and know that you are worthy and valuable and needed in this world, and you are worthy of playing your big, authentic, beautiful self, and no longer hiding out and staying small. People need you. I need you. And I know you need me. And why? Because we're all in this world together, and we're all in human form right now, and we all are here to share and uplift one another. So have an amazing butt-free week, and I hope that you step into you, and I will see you next week. Ciao for now. 
You've been listening to Kick Your Butts, where sitting on your butts is no longer an option, figuratively and literally. To access the show notes and important links from today's episode, please visit kickyourbutts.com. While you're there, please share your Kick Your Butt story by clicking the Start Recording button. It might just be included in a future episode. Thanks for listening today. Now get out there and kick those butts to the curb.